Ultra Marine, how's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know this is Kevin from the Card Progression Podcast, sponsored by Dark Fusion Systems, the best computing, gaming, com- whatever you need. You want that experience? You want the best experience in computing gaming? Dark Fusion Systems is going to be able to build a computer for you. You want to know who else works with them? Ryan Kirby from Fit for a King. Yeah, so you know it's good. Get $100 off your entire build using the code CPPPOD at darkfusionsystems.com. Anytime during the build, mention the code, you're getting $100 off. Now let's jump into our future presentation with Opal in Sky. You've seen these guys all over TikTok, Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts. We talk about how they got started in it, how their band is going about growing differently by building their social media accounts before they go out on tour and why they're bringing positivity throughout the whole entire way. You guys ready for a great one to get behind this band? Oh yeah. Let's go! Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Core Progression Podcast. If you recognize these two gentlemen right here, you know you've seen them all over social media, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Their short content around the rock and metal world is absolutely insane. As of this recording right now, taking a look at their numbers, 229,000 followers on TikTok, almost 200,000 followers on Instagram, and it just keeps going and going and going. And they got some kick-ass music too. So please, please, please welcome Dylan Tyson from Opal in Sky to the podcast. So gentlemen, welcome to Core Progression Podcast. Hello, everybody. And hello, Kevin. It's uh, Thanks for having yeah, us. Thanks for having us. Thanks for being on, guys. And of course, I mean, probably like myself, like many other people, a lot of us have found out about you guys specifically through all the short content you're doing with TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. So... How did you guys get started on all of this specifically? It's always something I'm curious about to see how you guys started with these ideas, started making this short content, and where you got to today where, again, you guys are almost at quarter of a million on TikTok. You might be at that point by the time this interview comes out. So just give me the backstory and you guys and how you got this all started. Well, I guess like like a lot of things and well, most things, it's just a trial and error where like we didn't start off with these short videos at first. We were doing like really long form kind of uh yeah we were, vlog we were doing vlog series of us just going around doing random stuff trying was, to promote the band yeah, it was taking up a lot of time uh but then we started cutting short videos from those vlogs and they were like wait a second these are getting more traction just like cutting out some of these funny parts from these long vlogs and then we were doing a lot of research and uh, just like short form short term or short form uh, videos are the future so like Let's head down that road. And we started experimenting with some shorter videos and clips. Um, and then eventually one of them uh, just popped off. We were like, whoa, okay, we found it. This is the answer. This is this is what we got to keep doing. We found something that works. Now so, let's sneak our music in there. But yeah. don't, don't promote it like we're trying to promote our song. Let's just put it in the background. And then if people ask, oh, what's that song? Then you just got to be ready in the comments. Or if some people know us already, they comment for us, which is keep doing that if you are. I'd say to everybody that's doing that, keep doing that. When you see people asking, hey, what song is this? And if it's Opal and Sky, it's their songs are behind their witch. I mean, I probably ran through at least 100, 150 shorts you guys made over the past hour, hour and a half, just making sure I have all of my brain ready to go. Like the majority of them, you do have your music behind there as well. So anybody that is listening, everybody that's consuming that content, if they hear anything that they like and they want to find out what song it is, there's going to be a way there to look in the comments and somebody's already going to ask and somebody that's not even you guys is probably already going to answer that question for them, making it a lot easier for self-discovery in terms of, yeah, you guys are putting it out there and as music fans, 
We don't want like that constant barrage of, hey, check this song out. Hey, check this song out. Because more than likely, it's like teenagers. If you tell us to do something, we're not going to do it. If you tell us not to do something, we're just going to fucking do it. Yeah, that was uh, that was one of the things that we we took notice of uh, just like like all these. It looked like an ad and you're like, people are always skipping ads like, hey, have you checked out this? Nope. Skip. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, we just kind of decided let's make these funny videos um, just because we like people having like having a good time watching these as well. And as a bonus, they can uh, eventually come across the music. So we're we're not going to make a bunch of ads shooting in people's faces. So, uh, yeah, that's just kind of worked out that way. Yeah, it's it's you guys understanding the audience as well, because you are the audience, essentially. You're making these yeah. shorts for people that are that love the same kind of music you do, and you know exactly how we operate. We see those bands all the time that put out short content and say, hey, have you checked out this new song from us? You checked out this? We're just like, like you said, nah, man. And it's super easy to scroll up and just keep going and keep going. But when they see you guys come up and they see a short of yours come up for the first time, and they're not getting a, like a promotion behind it, or just not getting something force-fed to them, we're interested, especially for metal fans. We want to take a look and you guys do a great job of not making them too long and making them really easy to kind of get into so that we keep wanting to watch more and more. And then it gets to a point where we see your faces show up and we don't want to stop. We're just like, okay, we want to watch this whole entire thing, which gives a lot more of an opportunity for people that don't even know if the music that is behind those videos is your music, a chance to get to know it. And then say, hey, I want to check out this song. But they keep using it. What are they using it? And the comments are flooded with it. So it, it makes a shit ton of sense. Yeah, that's the exact uh, the exact mindset we had going in was uh, eventually they're the people that recognize us as those metal twins or people that still don't even know that we're twins. Yeah, we're, so many people are getting a lot of people. It's like, wait a second, there's two of them. <laughs> and then they get a bit more invested. And it's like, so they click on the page finally and then say, oh, my God, they make music as well. There's two of them and they make music and they're twins. It's it's just a big uh, it's just a big roller coaster that people are going through. But it's it's a fun time. When I when I finally clicked on the Instagram profile, that was the first time I realized that there it wasn't that you guys had made music. I already knew that. But then that was the first time I realized that there were two of you. <laughs> I thought it was one the whole entire time. Because, again, it's really good editing. So- good editing. Green you guys screen. are just so closely identical in, lo- in appearance too. where it any it making having people just constantly say, oh, my God, there's two of them like it makes sense that that keeps happening over and over and over again. But it's like a little Easter egg that people get to discover for the first time. And it makes a little more of a better connection with you guys as the, Hey, it's the, it's these guys we keep seeing short content from. Yeah. We're hearing their music in that, but they're twins. Like now we got a little bit more behind the story here. Now we're getting more connected with this shit. Yeah. And the, the people who found out we were twins earlier are always commenting. Oh my God, I'm loving these new comments. People just finding out now that they're twins. And so they're getting in on the joke and stuff as well. And that just brings more and more people into it, too, because as it continues on, as this keeps happening, as you guys continue to grow, you know, the people that were saying that now, like, oh, my God, I didn't know they were twins. Six months later, they're going to be saying the same thing, like, oh, I'm loving these comments to still people realizing this shit. And now they're feeling like they've been with the band so much longer. They've been with you guys so much longer. There's more of an embedded connection off of it. Yeah, I can definitely see uh, later down the road when we're playing live shows some fans are going to come to the show and and go like whoa there's two of them on stage right now why is that and that's how they figure it out you're gonna probably have to have like a couple of mirrors around there to make it look (laughs) like there's four or five of you guys up there the same person what is going on here yeah for sure 
it'd be, it'd be fun to see that. Now with more of the short content specifically, because again, I know that's a huge piece of what you guys are doing. What's been your favorite pieces to make from that? Because I know you've had some of the crazy ideas. You've had some series that you've been doing on there as well. So what were some of some of like the favorite ones you've made of all time? Not the ones that did the best, but the <laughs> ones that you're like, I'm absolutely in love with the ones that we did here. So what were some of those favorites? Um, I like the, well, we've been doing a lot of, uh, cause I personally just, well, not, I don't use despise. That's a <laughs> big word. No, I despise, I despise gatekeeping and metal elitists and stuff. So I like playing the character who's going up to Dylan and being like, Oh, uh, how can you listen to this? Uh, they're not real metal, whatever. And, uh, those are always fun to make. Cause I'm constantly reading those comments of people saying all the stuff. So all I have to do is copy paste that and put it in a script and say what they're saying and then that's relating to everyone watching it's like whoa i ran into this guy i hate that guy or even more comments come up of how wrong i am or <laughs> how metal this isn't but um yeah those are getting back at the metal elitists and all those gatekeepers those, those are always fun uh, to go through i personally like the uh, the satan skits anytime we incorporate satan into a skit it's it's just always funny because it's like a whole new uh just like a whole new it's like it's a third person in there mm -hmm. doing stuff with he, us. he just says he can say whatever he, he can wants say whatever he wants we're not mm. hey yeah he can say whatever he wants and get away with it uh not too much we'll stop him if he does but uh yeah <laughs> it's, like, it's like another character you can have in these shorts that just can go as unhinged as humanly possible and, and no one's gonna get mad because well who's the one saying it it's Satan. He's supposed to be saying this stupid shit. Yeah, it's like, we can't control what he does, even though we kind of do, but... <laughs> you can't control it, but, you know, you're able to stop it at a certain point in time where it makes sense. That's the key. And I even saw one of the videos, too, where it was you guys were doing an interview, and all of a sudden Satan just jumped in out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And I saw them like, now that is some funny-ass shit. Like, again, you're bringing the character even in outside the shorts into even crazier things, too. So I'm kind of half expecting something like that to happen where someone's going to come in and all of a sudden, you know, here comes Tyson's going to get thrown out of there and be like, yeah, yeah, Satan just wanted to hang out with him for five minutes. He'll be back. Oh, we've got a, we've just in his honor right now, we've got the flowers that he left with us last time. But uh, we don't know where he is today. He's probably doing some evil e things. Evil things. Hopefully to evil people. Or, or maybe he's just doing some hood rat shit because, you know, it's Sunday. People want to do hood rat <laughs> shit on Sundays. I, I do like the fact you guys are constantly going after the metal elitists as well and using those comments to your advantage in those skits. Because once again, hey, people are reading those comments. People are easily able to relate to those comments because maybe they posted something that they liked about metal music or about one of their favorite bands on yeah. social media. And they've gotten that blowback before from some crazy like 40 year old guy who thinks that slayer is the only thing that's ever ever was metal and anything around there like new today is nothing but shit and you're guys able to just take that run with it make fun of it and have a lot of other people connect to it but at the same time of showing other people like hey there's so many other bands out there that are metal that could be from all these different subgenres and you might not like the same ones we do but you're still liking this kind of music and that's what's yeah. most important is that we're creating a place where you enjoy this kind of music yeah, sure. We might not like the exact same bands, but come along for the ride. Let's have some fun. Absolutely. And hopefully it will maybe open the eyes of these people and go like, hmm, I do do that sometimes. Maybe I should stop. That's that's a bit of a wishful thinking, but uh, it could happen. We'll yeah, change I feel like the we do have like with our 
social media and short form content, we've got quite a voice. And like, I, I love using that to reading all these comments of people posting their favorite bands and then other people bashing them for it. Like, I love standing up for those um, who feel like they're not metal enough, but it's like, well, you are. And here's why. Here's a skit compl- uh, giving the reason why this person's why this person's acting so rash irrationally and you're not alone <laughs> I, we're here we're here for you guys let say girls. exactly it's it's kind of like the one that you guys did with the uh going to a concert and i know you guys call it's like hey uh my friends are going to a concert and i don't really <laughs> want to jump in the pit i'm like for me i'm the guy that's in the pit every step of the way like from beginning to end don't want to stop but if you don't want to jump in the pit yeah that's fine whatever we're all at the show together we're all here for the exact same reason because whatever band is on stage out of like whatever three four on the bill there's going to be one that you really want to see here there's gonna be one that i yeah. really want to see here it's because there's a positive impact this has in all our lives you're enjoying a show differently than i am you might be up in the barricade you might be in the pit with me you might be in the back by the bar you might be up in the balcony who cares we're all enjoying this in the same way that's the man that's the point that's that's it yeah that's the whole point of the show is not uh being in the pit and calling out somebody standing on the side like what are you what are you doing over there this is a metal show get in here you're not you're not having fun you shouldn't even be here unless you're here getting a nosebleed by my fist like that's just a whack mentality nosebleed by your fist sounds like every hardcore show i've ever been to (laughs) oh yeah uh good times good times had by all except for maybe the the, you know my nose a couple of times yeah maybe not good times had then but yeah what are you gonna do have fun with it. You put yourself in that position and that's what really makes it the most out of it. But it, it is something that is really nice to see where, you know, even where you guys have built up this large community, you guys have built up this certain social stock within the scene as well. Because again, whenever people see your videos, they know that they're going to be of good quality. You know, that you're going to get something out of it. You know, you're going to enjoy it. Even though probably my favorite one that you guys made was, you know, metalheads going to church expectation versus reality. <laughs> Cause yeah, the expectation is we walk in there and all of a sudden we're going to spontaneously combust and that's going to be it. And then you actually realize it's like, Oh, whoopsie doozies. And you just walk right back out. Like that's funny stuff, but it adds to this certain stock where it's like, you guys get it. You guys are having fun with this. You guys are constantly bringing this positivity. So when you're continuing to, you know, go after these gatekeepers and show how stupid that they actually sound and what they actually look like, yeah, maybe people kind of look and be like, am I the dick in this situation? Am I the asshole? Then all of a sudden, we're going to get like a Reddit thread. Opal's got, am I the asshole? Gatekeeper comments. And just like post them in there. It's like, yep, you're the asshole. You're the asshole. You're the asshole. You're the asshole. That's a good goal to have. Yeah. And hopefully that does happen. Have the whole entire Opal in Sky subreddit and have its own is this an asshole comment and just post every single one of them i'm pretty sure there'd be a lot of people that might really get behind it because we don't want to see gatekeepers here we want to have as many people open the scene as possible we heard for so many years rock and metal were dead and that stunted the growth of everything and now it's like you know the past five years bands like bring the rise and bad omen sleep token spirit box lorna shore like the ghost even continually just growing so many people and bringing so many more people into the scene. You know, why do, why would we want to stop that? This is what we wanted to have happen. Let it keep happening. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just all these bands that are expanding into new experimenting with these new sounds and stuff. Um, And especially with knocked loose playing all those like EDM festivals. I love how that's happening. And all these people are like getting blown away. It's like, what's going on? Like 
this isn't some DJ, but like that, that brings these people into the community. And then it just, that's the metal community just expands more from that. Yeah. I still think it's wild that knock loose will go and play those insane, like pop music yeah. EDM festivals just makes no sense to have them on the lineup, but continue to like keep hearing about how their set is one of the most packed sets at those whole entire festivals. It blows my mind in the best way possible. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's wild, but I'm, I'm loving that for them like so much. Yeah, and even when like down the tour they're on or they either on or just about to wrap up the one with Motionless and White where they're direct support for them. It's you know, they're playing for 40, 45 minutes and it's an absolute ripper of a set. And there's no I, when I went, there was no one that was standing still. It's impossible to stand still when Knock Loose is on stage. Yeah. And how can you not get in on like into that? It's just it's just energy, man. And it's just, ah, it's just, it's just so fantastic. And again, you guys are, uh, you know, a part of that as well with that growth of metal and the acceptance of it by people and acceptance of people into other people getting in the scene because your for- short form content is allowing all that to happen. It's something where people are able to connect with it from all different walks of life and say, Hey, these guys are having fun with it. And I feel more connected with the metal scene because of it. And you're seeing so many other people following along with it that are feeling the same way. So you're kind of like, it's like a, uh, in the short form content way, especially on online, you're like a gateway into the scene as well for people that are just trying to get into it. Yeah, we've definitely gotten comments as well uh, of people who are saying like, you know, I'm not even like a metalhead or even a part of the metal scene or have anything to do with it. But you guys are kind of like helping me transition into that. And now I'm actually starting to like enjoy metal music. I just always thought it was some some like evil like you have to be angry all the time kind of stuff. But then like we're helping them uh, realize that it's not all just that, just like all these jean vest jacket dudes and like angry vibes. No, it's uh yeah. So it's, it's been nice to see that people are actually getting transitioned through the stuff that we're doing. No, absolutely. Even with some of the stuff that you guys have done too, where it's the series you've done with what are metal heads listening to that aren't metal and some of the crazy stuff you throw in there. It was like the first one I think I saw was like Mongolian throat singing. I'm just like, okay, that, that makes sense. I mean, look at a band like the who, who doesn't like going to see them. It's just one of the coolest things ever. And then all these other genres too, even for myself, love rock, love metal, but also love Irish music at the exact same time too. So (laughs) Just throw some, throw some like Gaelic storm on, throw some bagpipes in there. I'm having an absolute blast. I don't care. It is good stuff. But again, it's just, it's kind of cool where even from some of that, you can see, you could probably find a band that has one of those genres that people are listening that aren't metal, but is infusing it in their music as well and is bringing more people into the scene. It's something where that could be another thing to even look up as well is, all right, here's a comment. This is what you're listening to. What metal band is infusing this into their work? And boom. Now you're showing more people even more stuff. Yeah. It's possible. Wouldn't doubt it. But now another question for you guys as well. So because you guys with Opal and Sky, now that you guys have gotten so much bigger online, TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff, have you guys been able to connect with more people with your music through that, specifically playing shows and having more people come out because they recognize you as, hey, I've seen these guys online with all the short form content. Now I want to see what they got live and let's see them in person. Let's enjoy it. Have you guys seen some of that increase? Uh, well, we haven't played any shows yet. Um, it is just us two it, yeah. in the band. Yeah, it is just us two for now in, in the band. Uh, we're, all, we're kind of just at the beginning of it as well. Uh, like we've been... We just debuted our first single, which was Aurora, 
back in 2022, I want to say. And then uh, since then, we've just been kind of focusing on just us making the music uh, and then finding a band later. Like we're, we're going to establish uh, or, or build a foundation first. And then uh, when the time comes and everything's uh, like financially good enough and and everything and we have enough music and stuff, uh, then um, we'll eventually get into uh, playing some shows, which we are already planning ahead to play some shows. But as for right now, we, we haven't played any shows because uh, we're it's just the two of us. <laughs> All right, that makes more sense. I didn't know if you guys had actually played some full shows. I just assumed you guys had had just based on the success you guys have, the short form content, number of music that you guys have out already. Just I, I was just thinking like it's got to have happened at some point. But look at me not doing enough research on that one. So I'm like, you, you can hit me in the head now and you can roast me however much you want. But yeah, I I look silly now, but I always oh, do. So it's no, okay. you're learning straight from the source. That's a great way to learn. And like you said, it was it was hard to even find our names online. Which we we don't have that much information about us out there because but but yeah because we just started so uh, it's not it's not surprising at all that uh, people don't know that we haven't played shows. So. Now this is now this is something that just popped in my head too, which makes us a little bit more interesting because when we like what we've seen with a lot of artists and a lot of bands, like let's go pre-social media. A lot of them have built up, you know, you had to go out, you had to play shows, you had to get your name out there, flyers, all that stuff. Social media became a big thing. Of course, it was MySpace, Facebook, and then everything else that's happened since then. And everyone, it was like, bring me the horizon, Fall Out Boy, Panic Disco, all the bands on MySpace, that kind of stuff. It was, they still got, they're still on playing shows and getting their music out that way, but they were connecting with people more on social media. Now with how prevalent the internet is, how much more prevalent social media is and continues to grow to this day, and especially how big short form content has gotten. And I'm going to use since the pandemic specifically, it's kind of interesting to see a band like what you guys are doing, where you guys are really hitting it big on the social media side. You're really hitting it big on the, like I'll say on the influence, I think with all these different skits with being such a positive force in the metal community. And you guys are working on your music as well. And instead of connecting with people and building that foundation through playing shows and trying to go about in the classic way, you guys are sort of treading new ground with this by building a community online through these platforms exclusively and mostly through all the short form content to then get to your music and to build it up there. So it is interesting to see how this is going to go because it's sort of a new thing that not many people are doing. And I don't think anyone is doing to the level that you guys have done it to with the success you've had online. Yeah, it's it was definitely a big conversation we had at the beginning of it all but we decided uh to do it this way because like you said like the internet is just always going to keep expanding and like social media is just always going to keep getting more and more and uh we just decided instead of like getting a full band together and doing a bunch of tours and uh like um kind of because tours are expensive but uh, we I've, I've been on tours before in other bands and like it it breaks the bank a lot and you barely come back uh, just breaking even a lot um so tiring yeah it's very tiring as well but uh yeah instead of getting a full band together and and doing it the classic way uh, uh and putting ourselves in these financial holes where we have to kind of regroup at the end of the tour and get every, all our funds back uh, in order just to like get another album together or something um we've just decided to get with the times uh with just what the future is now yeah, the, the future is the internet so we were like let's just experiment 
by being a completely digital entity right now and see how far that gets. And then eventually it'll be, we'll have enough of a foundation to slowly bring in something uh, of the, the actual band that we can that take. Other people tour. can see what we've started and they're like, oh shit, I want to be a part of that kind of thing. And um, like we do recognize just how lucky we are to be growing this much and not having to go out and tour and all this stuff. Um, like we're, we're, we're really lucky with uh, how things have been going so far. Oh, I also just want to clarify. It's not, it isn't just us too. Oh, yeah. We do have everything. a small team. We have like a little Opal and Sky team machine uh, with our buddy, Mike. He does a lot of behind the scenes stuff for us. He shoots all of our music videos and edits all of that stuff too. Uh, and he just organizes a lot of stuff and keeps our shop running smoothly. Um, but uh, yeah, right now it's just the small little mach- small little machine that we have uh, until it's big enough to be a portable machine that we can take mm-hmm. onto the road. I think you guys said it perfectly too. You know, shout out Mike first off for doing all that stuff for you guys to help keep the Oval Sky machine continue and his to wife. churn and his wife and his wife because you churn keep rolling forward. Got to shout out both of them. But uh, when you say, you know, kind of just get on with the times and like move with the times because there are so many bands out there I know where, yeah, they want to do it the classic way. And there's nothing wrong with that because you're able to go out and play shows. You're able to cut your teeth that way. Oh, absolutely. You're able able to get the experience behind it there. But at the same time, just given the state of the world economy, given the state of the music industry, when it comes to live music, how expensive everything is, not in terms of just touring, but in terms of life in general, inflation running rampant, <coughs> consistent issues. When Even though we just had got out of the pandemic, it's still we're still seeing a lot of issues prevail off of that, especially yeah. in a live music scene where travel is still a big thing. How much that cost has gone up, how much these all the every price has gone up it's just astronomical and insane and it would and you're trying to you know mitigate some of that so that when you are able to go out on the road and you're able to take this out and get to these places you want to go to you're not doing so and putting yourself so much further in the hole financially so that it's much more of a risky situation for you to go out once come back and then wonder not only when are you gonna be able to do this again but if you're going to be able to do this again with yeah. how you guys are doing it, building up this community on social media, building up this fan base on social media through all this content, what you're able to do is, is you're able to connect with people. You're able to like build this stronger bond with your fans as well. So that when you guys are going out on the road, when you guys are finally able to do that, people have this intrinsic connection to you. So they see you guys, they automatically want to go and support you. They want to make sure they're at those shows. They want to make sure they're buying the merch. And it's not because they feel obligated it's because you guys create such a positive impact on them in their lives through your videos through what you guys do where they want to go and support you because they want to see you continue to do this what you guys are doing it reminds me a lot of in a different way what the band patient 67 from australia is doing with all the crazy stuff they do online all the fun stuff they post and like they've been to australia because that's where they're from but they've never toured anywhere else because of just the remote place they are in western australia however <laughs> We, if they come, what, or when they finally get a chance to come over to North America, I can guarantee you so many people are going to be going to see those shows because of the connection they have made. Similar to you guys as well. I, I just see it happening in the same manner, but in terms of how it's being done in social media, the way you and Page 67 are doing it, two different ways, but the end goal is looking to be the exact same. And it's, it's incredible to see. Yeah, I've definitely seen uh, 
a presence from patient 67 just like they they comment a lot of of on like a uh, facebook posts that like loudwire is posting mm-hmm. they make some witty comments they make sure that they're staying relevant with a bunch of stuff and uh yeah that's how i heard about them they're just uh they're just doing some short or some uh, social media stuff like we are to make sure that their presence online to connect with people mm-hmm. is still there without having to physically be there yeah and the reason i want to bring up patient 66 specifically is because I've had them on the podcast twice. I'm going to do another one with Tom as well. And just seeing how I like, see how the social media game, how they're playing it. The It's not the, the, like the method, but it's the reasoning and the ideas behind it. It's the why and how you guys are doing it different method, but the reasoning behind it and the why behind it are the exact same in terms of growth. And you guys are both doing it in the correct possible way hitting on it with positivity, had people connect with you guys in that way because they're enjoying it so much. So shoot, it makes sense the point when you guys are finally able to go out on tour and go out and take the stuff on the road, people are going to come out and support it because they want to support it with their whole entire being. That's the key. Absolutely. Uh, building the, the just a community for people who do want to uh, actually come out eventually when that time happens because uh, they'll, they'll be excited for it because we're not just some um just another band doing band things band things <laughs> we're, we're, we're a band that's been uh like a part of these people's lives uh for so long just just through their their cell phone screens yeah and that's how a lot of people are connecting these days with just based on again when we went through the pandemic everyone was shut down for a while shut in for a while and that's how you had to connect with people and even though you know your all the restrictions are pretty much gone now, there that's still that reverberation of that is still there. So you're still being able to see, you're still able to hit on that. Now, when it comes to all this stuff, I mean, I know you guys have gotten a lot of comments. You guys have gotten a lot of messages. Probably, are there any comments or messages on the on your videos that you have just stuck out to you more than any other ones? Like ones that just really impacted you, specifically in the most positive way. <clears throat> probably the ones uh we get a lot of messages and just comments on like some of our music videos of uh people just discovering us but um but resonating with the lyrics and just our music so much that it that they let us know that like it's actually changing like their entire mindset of how they're like viewing life right now and that's always heartwarming to read uh these messages just how much of an impact we have on somebody's life uh it's a it's a really great feeling said so hope would be a really great feeling having that <laughs> positive impact on everyone's lives and just connecting with them even for myself as well because if i'm gonna have a band on the podcast i'm gonna listen to some of the music of course i gotta dive deep and i really gotta feel it and the most recent single guys released as the recording this which was empathy the gift kind of going through it of course when you guys are writing the lyrics you guys have your own meaning behind it me, I'm probably going to pick up on a similar meaning as well, but have a different exact idea where I think it's going because of personal experiences. So when I was going through that song, I'm like, listen, I'm like, okay, let's see where this is going, see where it's going. And it kind of hit on something that I always thought of when I was a kid and growing up and how I felt as a teenager and then how that feeling around empathy had changed over the course of time and how I basically deliver that empathy towards people it was really interesting to kind of go through and kind of recognize where I was back when I was, you know, in high school, what I was, what my goal was, you know, trying to help out as many people as I could always focus on the needs of others instead of myself. 
And then kind of when how much of a toll and how much of a tax I put on myself, kind of coming with the idea and like the change of, hey, I still got to make sure I'm taking care of myself too. And there are people out there that are going to just take that empathy and they're going to take advantage of it. And they're going to use it for their advantage. It's going to keep draining me more and more and more, but it's never going to build me back up. So I got to take empathy and I got to focus on people that are going to, you know, I'm going to deliver it to them and they're going to need it. They're not going to take advantage of it. Yeah, that's that's a great breakdown of of uh, of basically what that song's about. Yeah, and uh, I like to uh, emphasize that like our lyrics are also like they're open to interpretation. Like depending on how it resonates with you and how you're perceiving it, um, I'm not going to force you and go like, no, it's not about that. What what the hell? You're wrong. <laughs> it's it's about how exactly how it how you feel when you're listening to it. If you think it's about something else, uh, then it is. It it is about that. It's it's there's everything's open to interpretation. That's kind of how music is at its core and its best too, where you guys have an idea of where you're going with it, but lyrically it's, it's, it's metaphorical enough so that it's not so specific where unless we went out through the exact same things you guys went, went through, we're not going to understand it, but it's not, it's metaphorical enough, but it's not so, you know, vague and offbeat and, yeah. you know, abstract where now we're lost. It's, what you guys are able to do with your music, and which is why I love, this is why I love about metal music, and love about a lot of the lyricists that are out there, a lot of the creators that are out there as well. You're making it metaphorical enough where we're able to follow along with the emotion and the core feeling of that song. And in our heads, when we're thinking about it, when we're listening to it, we're you taking that emotion, we're putting it in our brains, and we're basically playing a movie of our own experiences and connecting to that. So if someone has a completely different interpretation than I did, but we're connecting on the same feeling of, you know, we felt one way at this one point in time, but then something changed in it. And we, we had this revelation behind it so that we weren't being taken advantage of in a situation. Then, you know, we're connecting on that feeling of just not being taken advantage of anymore and realizing how to make that better for ourselves and make us happier in the end so that we can deliver happiness and positivity to as many people as possible the best way we can without us burning our own selves out. It's, it's, it's kind of cool. Just kind of be able to go finding that core emotion, connecting with it, with our own brains and being able to talk to somebody else about it and have the exact same feeling, but completely different circumstances. Absolutely. And that's, that's what music has always been about. It's not just like making a song to that'll sell millions of dollars. It's, it's always been about like connecting to somebody's soul and uh, like using your, your energy and soul to put into something that somebody can connect with and just like help them uh, throughout the day or whatever they're doing. Like, that's just the power. Like we look at the power of music of just that it, it is powerful. It's not just something that uh, uh, we, we want to make that sounds cool so we can make a million dollars. Like music is uh, it's a, it's a very powerful energy that uh, I think uh, a lot of people need to uh, realize and are realizing now through um, more stuff that's coming out. I think they definitely are realizing that. Now, a specific question for the both of you as well. When it, when it comes to that feeling of, you know, songs that you hit on so heavily that not, not maybe not the ones that you've written, but the ones that you've listened to, the ones that influence you to write in this kind of manner. What are some of those songs that influence you to write that, that made you feel like this, where it just hits you so powerfully emotionally that it's just like, man, you know, I kind of want to write like this. I kind of want to create like this band songs, whatever it is. What are some of those for you guys? Uh, I think one of my biggest inspirations um, 
for lyrically and just like messages behind songs would be uh north lane but with the the adrian era when mm -hmm. adrian was in the band he was writing like such profound things and i was so positive and that's that's really what like awakened me to uh realize like wow this is this sounds so heavy and he's like screaming at me so hard but like the message behind it is just like like oh life is so full of love um so that uh just like the the poet inside of him or the poetry that he put inside the lyrics was just like so beautiful and that that kind of inspired me to to uh transition uh that positive side into our music as well it's understandable uh tyson what about you any songs or just like bands that really connected with you in that emotional way to lead you in uh, you know writing music that's like this um well just to clarify one thing dylan does write like 95 percent of all our songs and uh and then i'm focusing on the social media stuff but i like because i'm a drummer so i go in and touch up the drums whenever he's done but um uh, like i wrote aurora and good luck kid um back like a year ago and uh i guess it's hard i mean well one band for me is like Mosta flames like they're close to my heart i have a whole half sleeve dedicated to them i don't know if you can see that. yeah I, I can see oh yeah there we go <laughs> but um yeah um, i remember when i first listened to them his that's like he what, what uh chris from the vocalist what he was doing was really shoving his anger in your face and like um, back then I really liked hearing that and kids th these days still like hearing that. But, um, uh, and we were writing like that when we first started before we even came up with Oakland sky, Dylan was writing some really angry stuff. But after we shot a music video for one of them and he was just like, I don't know. Yeah, wanna... We kind of, we shot a music video for this one song and uh, we, we kind of took a step back and we're like, this is, this is like very, very negative. Uh, we don't really want this in the world. There's this, the world's kind of oversaturated with all this negative uh, messages and stuff. So we kind of uh, took some time to ourselves to really reflect um, and, and just realize what does this world need right now instead of more uh, negative messages being thrown at people. And then we kind of just, uh, yeah, we did some self-reflection and, and realized that uh, our new path should just be uh, focusing on uh, getting a positive message out there because yeah we've been those kids listening to these bands growing up of how hard life can be and all that stuff and i mean that relates to you because the kids are going through it and the vocalist has gone through it whoever wrote the song so they're relating to the audience but uh what we want to kind of get across is yeah life is hard but keep going it's gonna get better and that's what we're really trying to send out there into the world I have to commend you both on that specifically, because when we think about the world today, no matter where it is in media, whether it's on anything in entertainment, whether it's anything in like politics, religion, literally anything, any kind of like relationships of any kind, there's always such this negative presence that's around everything that's always focusing on you. Hope you turn on the news and there's always like they open up with something. And it's never good. Like 99% of the time, it's always bad news that they end up opening with now. So why would you really want to get into that? Why would you want to continue to perpetuate that even with music and in the metal scene? Don't get me wrong. There's bands that talk about some heavier, darker, deeper things that talk about that stuff and really bring in their music. 
And it does make sense because we've all gone through stuff like that and we all are able to connect with it. And it's a cathartic relief for the musicians as well to kind of get that stuff. It's therapeutic in a way. But think about think about Beartooth, for instance. I mean, yeah. Caleb Shomo for the first four albums on Beartooth was just focusing on more the negative side of things, everything going through life. And on their most recent album, I mean, it's, it's positive, Caleb. And the lyrics are much happier. The lyrics are much lighter. And it's just more potentially kind of attractive to get into just because the world needs more positivity in it at times. People need to have that positive connection there. I'll even throw in Ice Nine Kills as an example because, you know, their messages, it's it's all about the it's all about loving horror movies. Like yeah. they're just going off on that. And yeah, you know, maybe they're not the nicest lyrics in the world, but you're connecting with entertainment that you might have absolutely loved. And hell, that, that's that's a positive message right there. Just being able to, you know, connect in a scene and connect with a group of people that society kind of just pushes off to the side or popular society pushes off to the side so screw them whatever (laughs) so bringing more positivity to a place where positivity can absolutely reign and try and bring that balance between the world being so negative and bringing positivity into it that just kind of helps to balance things out and helps to show people that you know yeah we know life can suck but it doesn't always suck you know there's always good positive parts behind there and we focus sometimes we focus on the positive our mood gets better we feel better we start just acting better and then that positivity can reverberate throughout yourself, throughout people you connect with and have that positive, just like exponential growth effect of you hit one person. Now that person hits another person, you hit another person. Now everyone's just, it's like, it just keeps growing and growing. And hopefully we get more positivity off of it compared to negativity, but that's kind of a far-fetched dream, but we can still try. Yeah. A hundred percent. Cause uh, yeah, like if, if you're running your entire life, of revolving in this in your mind that like oh the world is the world is going to shit like everything sucks then you're gonna see the world is going to shit and like you're just you're just not gonna enjoy life but like but yeah like you said uh if you you're bringing the that positive mindset in and then you're gonna not necessarily like force yourself to feel better but you are gonna get better because like that's just how your your mind is perceiving the world finally it's not like oh i guess not everything's too bad uh, things are getting better and like I'm starting to feel better because I'm viewing the world as better. It's 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 like it's just a, it's a science. It's it's a science. It's a connective piece. And when it comes to like the metal scene as well, it's how many kids have gotten in that same mindset where they may have gone to the metal scene with such a negative outlook on life and they're able to connect with people that have felt the same way, that enjoy the same music as them. And they find it as a place of positivity and happiness for themselves. And then they're able to spread that positivity and happiness throughout themselves, through their friends, through their family, through everyone they meet. It's, it just happens. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah. It's uh, some unfortunate things, but uh, uh, yeah, there is, there's always a silver lining. There's always a silver lining somewhere. And now it's like, we're getting close to the end of 2023. We're going to 2024. Again, you guys are still killing on social media what what's coming next from opal and sky like what else you guys got coming up in the future if you're able to reveal anything or if you want to tease some good stuff yeah uh of course um well we, right now we're working on um we're in the middle of writing and recording our uh our first full-length album uh we're not going to be doing uh releasing any more singles so no more singles no more singles <laughs> but uh uh we're, we're just we're just getting a really solid first full album together uh we're also not just going to be bleeding like drip feeding these singles throughout like two years and then we understand why <laughs> fans do that and 
record labels do that for the numbers to yeah, go this, up and stuff. This, but, they're uh, trying to play the algorithm game and all this stuff, but uh, uh, we're doing it for for the people, and like we're we're trying to uh, see it from the outside looking in. Um, like I if if my favorite band dropped an album and every single song was brand new on that day, I would love that. But uh, unfortunately, that's just not how the music industry works right now. Like you have to be drip drip fed all these songs. But uh, we 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 want to give uh, our fans just a giant brand new chunk of Opal and Sky uh, and not a bunch of singles. And then a year later, you've already heard three quarters of them. Uh, so, yeah, the, the album is going to be the next thing coming up. That's awesome. And I mean, we might end up getting a couple of teasers for the album here and there and some of the short form content you guys make, of course. But I know it's going to be something where you guys are playing the game specifically in a way that not many other people play for. If anyone's played it before, you guys have done a shit ton of research into how to make sure that, you know, especially with the short form content, what you guys are doing to help grow the band, help grow the, the reach that you guys have with your music. It's showing so I've got nothing else but trust that you guys are going to be able to make this work and make this a massive hit with your fans and make it a massive hit with people all across the internet as well. People across the metal spectrum. So I got a lot of faith in you guys on this one. Yeah, we're definitely grateful for how everything's uh, turning out. And we, we have a lot of faith in, uh, in what we're doing as well. So uh, we have no doubts that, that we can definitely build this thing into something where uh, we'll have a, a very large community of people supporting us. Absolutely. You just got to keep the faith. Yeah. Yeah. Or what, what, whatever the Limp Bizkit cover of faith said, I don't really remember. <laughs> All right. I got one more question for both you guys before I wrap this up. It is something I like to ask every band I bring on the podcast now, as it helps us to not only connect with you guys more, but helps us connect with some of the great music that's in the metal scene that you guys are also enjoying. So between the two of you, can you guys give me three bands, three bands, that you guys are absolutely enjoying listening to right now. They can be bigger, smaller, just starting out, whoever it may be. Looking for three. I'll let you guys take it away. Well, I think there's there's definitely one that we both agree on already. Um, it's Shields from the UK. Uh, they Their sound is so good. Their music is just so good. Um, and they, 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 they do have such a small... Uh, fan base uh, but uh, they definitely deserve more recognition they recently came back because unfortunately they they lost a member um, but and, yeah uh, they went on well it wasn't hiatus they announced it as a disbandment uh, <laughs> so after that happened because yeah I love my shields got them tattooed on my knuckle there this little symbol and um, yeah I, he was one of the the vocalist was one of the inspirations for how I was learning to scream and stuff. But uh, after they disbanded, um, yeah, it was kind of sad, but they recently released a, a single. It's like, oh, shit. So Shields is back. Shields, Shields is back. back. Check out Shields. Uh, they're great. Um, some more bands. Let's see. Um, that deserve more. It's hard to find some underground bands. Oh, Calling All Captains is another great mm -hmm. band. They're pop punk. They're from Edmonton, which they is our home. Some screamy screams in yeah, there. Yeah, they got some so screamy screams so... in there. Uh, they're a pop punk band from uh, our hometown our in Edmonton, yeah. Um, and yeah, they're great and a bunch of great guys as well. Um, third band, just okay. go off my knuckles here. <laughs> the Divorce Prada. We Divorce Prada is also another influence of ours. Um, 
from starting out, we listened to them for a long time. Um, their newer stuff is okay, but their older stuff uh, we love, absolutely. Um, all right, so we got Shields, Calling All Captains, and Devil Wears Prada. Of course, everyone's heard of Devil Wears Prada in the, in the metal world. Yeah. Calling All Captains, that is more of like an obscure one, but that is actually one that I have heard of before. So that one did stick out my brain. Shields, that's a brand new one for me. So I know exactly oh. what I'm doing after this. I'm gonna, While I'm working on this episode, I'm going to be listening to some Shields to see exactly what you guys are talking about. That's good. You you will uh, hopefully you won't be disappointed. Through all the suggestions I've been given, while since I've asked this, I've never been disappointed. So I, I'm just gonna expect that this is gonna go that exact same way. And I'm just gonna make the call right now. Everyone, go listen to Opal and Sky. Also, go listen to Shields as well because they told you to. And now I'm saying the same thing. So yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, as we bring this podcast to its conclusion, one thing I'd like to do is give my guests, which is both of you guys right here, a chance to say whatever you want to say, plug everyone a plug, promote or promote the end of the podcast. So, my friends, the floor is yours. Whatever we want to say, huh? Whatever we love we everybody. Say. We love you. Thank you for supporting us so far and, and uh, hopefully yeah. continuing to support us in the future. If you've never heard of us, uh, check out our music and you'll probably like yeah, it. Yeah, if you still think we only make memes and that there's only one of us, here's the proof, proof right here. Go listen to our music as well. <laughs> well said. Now it's time for this podcast with three specific things. First things first. Yes, you're going to want to check out Opal and Sky with all the short form content they have. If you haven't already done there, which I, I know you've watched at least like 10 videos at this point, if you're watching this or listening to this. Secondly, you're going to want to go check out their music as well. And the best way to make sure you stay connected with all of that is for me to be your personal Google page. So go to script for the podcasters as find Opal and Sky Online. Links and labels for where you can find them on social media, where you can connect with them on there, where you can watch all the great short form kinds they're putting out there, and where you can listen to their music and watch your music videos is all going to be down there as well. So do not miss out on it. I'm going to put it all down there for you. We are set and ready to go there. Now it's time for number two. Gentlemen, when I have guests on the podcast, I enjoy them the podcast. I tend to make a certain promise the way to say thank you for being on the podcast and I would like to continue to support you as time goes on. And because you guys haven't played any shows yet, I'll have to continue to wait for you guys to play shows so I can make good on this promise as when I get to see you perform live for the first time, I am going to do my best Liam Neeson impersonation from Taken. As I will look for you, I will pursue you, I will find you, I will come up and say hi, and also first round's on me. We are totally on board for that. Absolutely. And yeah, you'll probably, it's like, okay, there's some crazy doing the pity. And if I come up as all sweaty as all hell, it's because I was in the pit the whole entire day. And trust me, I had a blast. <laughs> That's fine. Blast. We'll, we'll probably be sweating together and we'll just create a big sticky mess. Big sticky mess. It's like, what's that smell like? It smells <laughs> like sweat and just pure man. And we're just going to be like, hey guys, we're having a good time. That's it. That's yeah. that's what it smells like. All right. Now it's time for number three. As we bring this podcast to official conclusion, I cannot end it by saying goodbye. That is way too final because I'm going to continue to watch you guys grow. I'm going to continue to see the growth of your music, the growth of you guys on social media. And when you guys perform live, I want to be there. I've got to see it. i got to make good on that promise. And now it's the only time I have you guys on the podcast. I'd love to have you back on again in the future. So this is not goodbye, my friends. This is. I'll see you later. This is definitely a see you later for sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. We had a lot of fun. Thanks for being on, guys. Well, folks, this is my interview with the guys at Opal and Sky. It's Dylan and Tyson. Yes, there's two of them. And now it's time for Kevin's final thought. So 
I was thinking about it when they were talking about, you know, not going out on tour. I haven't played any shows yet. And the way they want to do it was build up their fan base using social media, using all the short form content, using all the entertainment content they've created before going out there because touring is damn expensive. If you've been able to take a look at anything Tank the Tech has posted on his like YouTube page in the past couple of months, especially with him going out and tour managing Electric Callboy, seeing what's going on with the amount of touring costs that are happening, the amount that people are charging for buses, for just gas, for just like the, the, the merch, everything. It's not easy out there. And for a younger band that's trying to start out, it's going to be a lot tougher because they're going to easily start out in the negative. I mean, any venture you do start in the negative, but it seems like with a lot of bands out, you start out very much more in the negative than you ever would because of it. So what they want to do is they want to be able to build up enough stock on social media, enough of a fan base through their positive content with rock and metal, with all the crazy stuff they're talking about, all the crazy skits they do, make like going after the gatekeepers, all that great stuff to build up a fan base so that when they do go out on and perform that they know they're going to pull a crowd. They know they're going to have people come out, support them. And it makes a lot of sense. And again, I reference patient 67 in this manner as well, because Tom and the guys are doing the exact same idea. But when it comes to executing it on social media, they're doing it a completely different way. And I respect the hell out of both bands for doing it the way they're doing it. I'm seeing what's happened with Patient 67, Opal and Sky. When it comes to short form content, they're surpassing anybody that's doing it, surpassing anybody that's doing it. But now we'll see how they put it all together. And I think they're going to do it too, specifically because you take a look at the idea they had just to do the short form content first and pull it off. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen. So keep your eye on Opal and Sky. Enjoy the for, short, ah, short form content. Best way to do is go to the description of the podcast, which says find Opal and Sky online. Links, labels for TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, where you can find their music, stream their music, find all the short form content. It's all there. So go down there. Also, be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, specifically for your connecting, viewing, all that good pleasure. Be sure to hit that subscribe button right down here if you are on YouTube. Subscribe to the podcast. New episodes every single Tuesday and Thursday and Friday reaction clips as well. Also, also, if you're on Spotify, Podcast, iHeartRadio, or Amazon, hit that follow button because you still get the episodes every single Tuesday and Thursday. Hit the like button on this video or on this episode to help push the algorithm. Put a comment what you think of Opal and Sky. Put a comment what you thought of this. Just put a comment. Enjoy. Even if it's just roasting me for something stupid, go for it. Those are funny. On that note, thank you everyone for watching. Thank you everyone for listening. That's going to be for you guys. Thank you for watching and listening to the Card Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one. of the big, healthy, and hearty. See ya!